Yeah, we back. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of High Side of the Ropes. And uh, we have another guest joining us today. So, yeah. First of all, this is the first, first of all, of, this, this is the first time that it's, let me acknowledge this real quick. It's the first episode that it's actually just been me and Brandon. Host with so's Nick Downey here alongside Brandon Downey. So, I yeah. Like we're the, back, I feel like we're back to YouTube. Yeah, literally. Um, so, this episode is actually a really cool episode. Um, if you if you stay listening to us, you'll know that we did an episode with Jaden Staley. Yep. We did an episode with Justin Bon Jovi. Cool. And now we get the third up in the show today. He is the porn star version of Dax Harwood. He is Mr. Mustache Mojo. If charisma had arms and legs, it would look like the poster boy, Jason Hendricks! Hey, hey, listen. I may be the third, but they saved the best for last. You know how it's done. Oh. You don't just start the show with the main event. I'm here, baby. What's going on, brother? Glad to have you here today. Not too much, man. Calling in here from Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, home of wrestling, the next WrestleMania. That's going to be, yeah, it's going to be great. That's a long ass fucking drive, dude. I think that's Philly. I think that's Philly, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is Philly. Same state. You got that. Same state. I'm fucked the fuck up right now. Well, it's all, well, it's also, you, you can, like, you also get it mixed up when you think of like Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. You can't, I, I get. I understand why you got that mixed up because it's like, PA, like PA is so fucking huge. It's like there's two different states of PA. It's like West PA, East PA. If that makes any sense. It might. Not definitely is. It's. I mean, Jersey's the same way. You know, Jersey's Jersey's North way. and South Jersey are different worlds. Yeah. And you're, and you're originally from Jersey. Yeah, I'm from Ridgewood, Burton County, baby. Bergen County, the one county that has like a bunch of different sub counties mixed into the county. Isn't that every county? More Bergen than Essex, at least. Okay. Essex is annoying. <laughs> no, we're the fucked up one. Yeah. We got North, East Orange, West Orange, Orange. We got the Prudential Center, though, not that far away. Yeah. I like it. So, Jason, um, I guess I'll really start off with the, I guess, the um, the elephant in the room kind of question. Um, right, you were not part of Lion Corps losing the IWA Tag Team titles. Um, when you found out what went down, what were your feelings about it? Uh, we asked Justin if he had any contact with you. He told us you did not respond. Um, so yeah, now that you're here, what, what was going through your head? And kind of, sorry to piggyback on that real quick. Who, like, who do you, like, when it's two of your best friends involved, you always want to know, like, which side do you stand on with that? Like, 
if even if you don't stand by them, you understand where they're coming from. Like, listen, I attest to the term best friends with wrestling. This is wrestling, man. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to lollygag. I'm here to win championships and to be the best. And that comes to exactly the situation, right? The two people that won the match were the tag team champions, were they not? Were they not? How is it that with me not being there, we lose? I, I have the big old pretty belt. So how is it no longer around my waist? That doesn't make any sense to me. Does it make sense to you? Because it doesn't make sense to me. Unofficial one half of a tag team champions? Yeah. I'll go to the grave with that because I never lost. He- I never lost anything. And In fact, it is what it is. Because at this point, the way I see it, I have retired from the tag team division with a stellar career, undefeated against the throne as well. I'd like to put that in there. Never lost against the throne in tag team or singles competition. So three, and zero. thank you very much. And now essentially what this is, is Justin lost me the belt, right? Because without my consent, he defended it. And now we're in the situation where I have my two former partners, not best friends, my partners that are, that are all up in my business Justin's coming out to the ring after my match, trying to shake my hand. Dude, get out of my way. Because now it's time for me to win singles gold. I'm a superstar. So let's not lollygag on the past. But they want to continue to. So now I'm in this situation where I have to handle this problem. And we had a triple threat booked. The date got moved. And and Jaden took it as his excuse to not want to fight me. So I don't even know what's going on with that. But what I do know is the match announced for Genesis in August is going to be me beating Justin to a pulp for taking my title away from me. And that's it. That's so be it. So you want to ask about best friends, let's talk about business. Mm. I, I could, I, so you and me, we have a history because of your history with Jaden. And I'll say this, you and Justin, I've always considered great talents. I'm, I'll, and I'll, I'll be up front with that. I'll, I think you guys are great talents. Thank you very much. And I always thought that after, and I always saw when you were with Jaden, you were, you became a different person around him. Like, you hated everybody where it's like, but I've seen, like, I've seen you away from Jaden. You're a good guy. You're a cool guy when you're not with him and you're not in the lion core stuff. Like, yeah, we, you and me, we've had our, our problems, but I've always thought you were a cool guy. So now seeing you solo, what's going to be for you? What, what do you want to make different from being with Jaden to being on your own and being your own man. So basically the same question I asked Jaco a while ago, what's it like going to be going from tag team to singles now? Yeah. The only real difference is I have two massive weights lifted off of my shoulder. 
Mm -hmm. I had two people that were dragging me down off my shoulder because as I said, look at it. When I was around, we won the championship. When I wasn't, we lost the championship. Mm -hmm. It's simple math, simple math. So now it's time for the poster boy to do his own thing, to be the star that he so deservedly should become is now actually there's no should become is a current star i'm all around the country baby i'm the poster boy i mean and i think i went out there very much so proved it on the last show decisive win against diego l trash can tranchia whatever his name is and that's me moving on and justin comes out and wants to get in the way of my singles run as I said, I, I'm not trying to harp on a point, but I have a problem with that because it's time for the poster boy to have the weight lifted off of his shoulders. Yet I have dead weight following me around everywhere I try and go. It's a little bit frustrating. What you are going to see, though, is Jason Hendricks ascend to the top very quickly, just like he did in the tag team division, very, very quickly in the singles division. It's simple. It's simple. I won a championship in what? My first two, three matches in IWA. How am I not going to repeat that now that I'm on my own? There's no way that doesn't happen. Yeah. God, I can't wait for your singles run, honestly. Like, what, when I saw you come back, I was like, yo, let's go. Because last we heard you, was it your rotator cuff, correct? Yeah, yeah. It was either a slight tear or a bad sprain in my rotator cuff, unfortunately. Healthcare in this country is completely screwed, and there was no MRI ever given to me. Um, but yeah, I, I injured my rotator cuff over at Rise Wrestling and wrestled 20 more minutes with my shoulder messed up, throwing clotheslines, doing everything I had to do. And then for the next two weeks, I couldn't move my arm even halfway up the way to my shoulder. So yeah, yeah, it was pretty messed up. How are you feeling now, though? Oh, I mean, pretty good. I, I'm at the point where, you know, recovery from something like that is not easy. It's a very small, delicate muscle group, and you feel it. I'm only, I'm still getting to the point, like, I go to the gym, and I feel it on workouts, and it takes some time to warm it up. I'm not even close to the level, like, to what I was benching before, all of that stuff, but I'm getting so, so much better. It doesn't affect me in the ring, and it's only a slight damper in the gym at this point. So it's it's pretty much out of my mind 99% right now, and I'm just focused on getting back, wrestling everywhere I can, wrestling as much as I can, and getting the poster boy's name out there. That's, that's priority number one now. Injury's done. It's time to roll. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, wh where did you come up with the idea of the mustache mojo? Well, I mean, have you I seen it? Well, well I, I, I know he started growing out his mustache, and, you know, we, the first thing I thought of, uh, 70s porn stash. There it goes. <laughs> Someone's bringing it back. And then I saw you went with the whole psychedelic letters for the mustache mojo design. I'm like, yo, I dig this. Maybe it's just because I'm a stoner, but I dig this. You rem you remind me of that of a character from that '70s show. Yeah, okay. man. Um, basically, with the mustache mojo, 
I grew the finest mustache that anyone in this business has ever seen. So that was step number one. Step number two was once I grew that mustache, man, I look in the damn mirror and I feel this energy coursing through my veins. Mind you, I've always had that it factor. I've always had that charisma. But, but now, <laughs> oh, with this thing on my face, I'm unstoppable, baby. I'm unstoppable. There is a different level of kinetic energy that runs through my veins, that flows through my blood with this thing on my face. And it's superstar energy. Make no mistake about it. That's what Mustache Mojo is all about. I simply am the vessel that embodies it. I love every aspect of it. It's amazing, man. Like, the fact you got confidence in yourself, bro, I, I tell this to every guest because I honestly feel it. Like, you're going to go places, my guy. For real. Like, I really hope to see you on TV one day. I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm working towards it. You know, priority right now is to wrestle all over the country. And I'm fortunate enough that, you know, so far this is my rookie year. And I've wrestled in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Kentucky, Alabama. Um, I'm forgetting one, I'm pretty sure. And I've got some stuff lined up in Ohio, in New Hampshire, in Massachusetts. And then there's like one or two more I forget too. And some of them are fairly notable promotions, you know, and a lot of them that I've wrestled so far have been. I'm very fortunate for the way things have gone for me so far. I don't take it for granted. I, I truly believe that there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of talent that, you know, just don't meet the right people or get the right break. And I feel like right now I'm starting to get the right break. And, you know, that's something I'm ever grateful for. And all I can do at the moment is work as hard as I can, is to go to practice four days a week, hit the gym, make sure that I'm ready for every opportunity that's been thrown my way so far, and just put out good products. You know, that's that's really all I can do. So we were talking before the last IWA show, and you mentioned that you were going to Alabama. What was it like wrestling in Alabama? Man, it's slower. <laughs> I've wrestled there twice now. Um, once for a promotion called Spartan Wrestling, and then secondly, and I'll be back there a few more times this year, for a promotion called Rocket City Championship Wrestling. It is slower by a lot, and which is nice, because I, I, I had two title matches in my two shows there. So we were out there for some time, you know, battling it out. And really, it's just fans want to be interacted with. And then that is everywhere, right? That's, that's, in my opinion, as someone who's very young in this business and probably not qualified to speak on it, that's what's missing from independent wrestling nowadays is fan interaction and, you know, making sure that you're bringing the people into the show rather than just doing the things that you think are cool, if that makes sense. So that that's kind of what my wrestling style is all about. So personally, I think in terms of wrestling anywhere, I think I'm a perfect fit for the South and I, I've loved it so far. And I'm so pumped for the continuous opportunities I'm getting down there. So to kind of piggyback off of all what you said, I just remember during your match at the last IWA show, intense heat at intense heat, mm -hmm. Frank, 
walks into the bag and just says, All you fake-ass heels! Y'all can't get real heat. Jason just got real heat. All he did was talk shit. <laughs> hey, man. Ain't nothing fake about the poster boy, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm 100%. I'm, I'm sold on the mustache mojo, man. I really am. So you've been to, like, so many different states. Like, what, what are some other states that are, like, interesting to wrestle at? Oh, man. <laughs> so... I, I'll I'll give a few here because I had a very interesting three three week run, and I'll be back down there on Thursday. So, in three weeks, and I'm giving you a long winded story here compared to the question you asked me. Here but we go. I started at IWA, and I got the the no not that I got Tiger King chance. The next weekend in Alabama, I got gonorrhea chance, and then the week after that, in back to back shows one in southern west virginia and one in kentucky i got joe dirt chance so honestly like kentucky west virginia alabama it's very very interesting all of them and then frankly everywhere i wrestle is interesting because wrestling in and of itself is just this absurd concept you know i wrestle for a promotion called appalachian championship wrestling uh, and I, I love, I love, I love, I love what they do. They run a bunch of different shows, not all there, but mostly at Buffalo Wild Wings in the parking lot. Imagine you go to get a beer and like some wings with your boys and you pull up and Ricky Morton is clotheslining people in the parking lot in a <laughs> ring. Cause that's exactly how my Tuesday night was like like a week and a half ago. That's amazing. So, it's pretty nuts, man. And and they have they have some fantastic people that wrestle for that promotion too. So so ACW, shout out to you. And I will be back there on Thursday in Charleston. If you are in the area listening to that to this, pull up, come see your boy Joe Dirt. Crazy man, you like gonorrhea? Wow! I think okay. I think they see the seventies porn star as well. What else? What else have you got enchanted at you now? Now I'm curious to know. Like you just opened Pandora's box of like fan chants here. It is insane. There's one day in Erie. I got like Erie, Pennsylvania. I got so many things thrown at me that I couldn't even. Like, most of them didn't even stick. You, they just see a guy with good-looking guy, long hair, and a mustache, and they're going to draw every comparison in the world, man. I have also been compared to every wrestler with blonde hair in the history of the sport. <laughs> so I can tell you this much. It might be one thing or the other thing that's getting chanted at me, but if you come to a Jason Hendricks match, the crowd's going to be throwing some fury at me. Whatever, whatever tickles their soul that day is coming out of their mouth. And you know what? That's all right. <laughs> Unless it's not. Unless it pisses me off, which I'll make incredibly clear in the ring. Man, <laughs> you're. I've never. I've heard like you got herpes chance. I've heard a lot of things, but I gonna. 
he Nick started a crystal meth chant at yeah, a show. Me and me and a group of friends started a crystal meth chant at a show. Actually, like in the town, like right next door to where we live. No, it was in my high school. Yeah, I know. I'm next door to you. Well, remember, you, you, you're yeah, you. And um, the dude Hurricane was wrestling that night. Well, everyone thought he looked like a crackhead. So um, we started chanting crystal meth, and uh, Hurricane actually grabbed the microphone and acknowledged it. And I was like, wow, this just happened. Okay. Well, like, I've heard some weird chant. But gonorrhea? That's amazing. Hey, I'll tell you this much. Think about the story you just told me, right? You remembered what you chanted because it was absurd. And in turn, you remember the wrestler. You remember the moment. Yep. You create those moments for fans. That's how you stick. You know, that's how yeah. people remember you. So yeah. I promise you that a couple weeks later and hopefully a couple months and hopefully after that a couple years, people go, hey, that's Jason Hendricks. I chanted X, Y, and Z at him. You know, I chanted gonorrhea at him. I chanted Joe Dirt at him. I chanted Dolph Ziggler at him. I chanted whatever the hell it is this week. And I hope that's one of the things that helps me get remembered <laughs> as, as absurd as that might sound. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's that fan involvement I was telling you about, you know, yep. that's, that's the key right there. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more mustache mojo in the second half of the show. Right on. everybody the host with the toast nick downey alongside Euless harris yo here to tell you about an awesome new product called dubby it's a new form of energy drink that has no jitters and no crash these guys created a whole new formula to make drinking energy drinks kind of a better experience zero crashes and zero jitters their flavors are awesome. They offer flavors like Calio Cream, Beach and Peach, Dub Sludge. Dub Sludge? Yeah. Big, big Energy Tears. That's a good one. The Blue Raspberry flavor. Push and Punch. These guys are legit. They gave us a shot. Go give them a shot. Be sure to use discount code HSOTR10 for 10% off your order. They also have bottles, shakers, merch. Shirts, protein mixes, protein mixes. This they have literally. It's a one-stop shop, folks. Go give them a shot. Tell them High Side sent you, and that has just simply been too sweet. And we're back with the second of the show. With Mustache Mojo. Damn straight. Mr. Gonorrhea. Mr. Tiger King. Mr. Joe Dirt. Mustache Mojo, Jason Hendricks, still here with us. So, I don't think we even, I don't think we touched on uh, Humble Beginnings yet, right? No, we have not. I was actually, I was actually just about to ask that. Go ahead. Go for it. So, this is something I, I like to ask as a wrestler myself what got you into wrestling and then what made you pursue this as a career 
This is Brandon's number one question, always out the gate, but I love hearing about it. So it's amazing. So I was like, I would go watch it with my friends when I was younger, and we'd like go to the pay per views and wrestle in the basement, all that like stuff you do. But of everyone there, I cared the least. Uh, funny enough. I liked Edge. That was my guy, but it wasn't something I watched consistently. I don't even think I knew where to watch it. I probably would have if I did, but I liked it when we were there. And then um, fast forward a few years, uh, what really did it for me is I saw uh, CM Punk's Pipe Bomb on YouTube, and I became infatuated with CM Punk. Like, see, I watched all of his matches, all of his fucking promos, but my bad, I didn't mean curse. Um, right. All his promos. It's an uncensored uh, podcast, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I try and keep it PG-13, you feel me? Um, but, yeah, so basically CM Punk was it for me, and I ended up, I think I was like 11 or 12, I convinced my dad to buy me and him tickets to a live event in Wildwood, New Jersey. And we went to the convention center, and I remember sitting there. It was a match for the World Heavyweight Championship between Alberto Del Rio and Dolph Ziggler. And just the, whatever it was, I was like, yeah, this is for sure what I'm going to do. Uh, and fast forward many years, and now I'm doing it. I'm incredibly fortunate, and I love every single second of it. So, so that's that's it so you said edge was your favorite and the first thing i thought of when you said that was man butts wishes he was here right now yeah but yeah butts is also a very big edge fan he was my guy cm punk was for sure my main inspiration though once i became a religious wrestling fan like edge was my favorite when i liked it but once i became a diehard it was cm punk and it always has been with uh Dean Ambrose being number two. Uh, I can't argue that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, uh, like, hearing you talk about it. Like, you and me aren't that far off in age. Because, like, you mentioned uh, the pipe bomb and being, like, 11, 12 at a house show in Wildwood. I just re- I remember that was, like, the sa- like, same time uh, for me. It was, like, right before the pipe bomb. Hmm. And I, I yeah, man, I'm a... Uh... 23 years young, baby. Okay, yeah, you're you're about like a year and a half older than me. That's give, still, give take. It's crazy to think about. Oh, trust me. My birthday's <laughs> next month. It doesn't feel like I'm turning 22. Uh, Feels like I just turned 21. God damn it. Yeah, I know, Nick. You're old. Yeah, I know. I'm 31. But so it's like he, like hearing hearing that it's just like especially someone like around my age from the same time. Yeah. Like hearing their, hearing their story. It's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Like we all have like some people it's different. Cause some people like I grew up around it. Yeah. But I didn't get into it till like WrestleMania 27 ish. Yeah. I'd say around there. So like he- hearing that, it's like the same time that I did. I never, I didn't think about it till like I got older and mm-hmm. hearing Jason's is just like, there are other guys that are my age that at the same time thought this is what I want to be. So, yeah, yeah, man, like that that era of wrestling drew in a lot of fans. Yeah, a lot of people and a lot of future athletes too. Yeah, you had 
Cena, Edge, Punk, uh, Orton, Christian. Like you had a lot of the a lot of yeah. guys. So what's it like wrestling for Rise? Oh man, Rise is electric, man. It is electric. It is a phenomenal place to work. Um, out in the Pittsburgh area, if you are listening to this, no matter where you are, check it out because I promise you, it won't be long before Rise is in more places than that. Uh, we just set an attendance record at the Rise Rumble, 412 people, and that is in July, a hard month to run shows in, with two other local promotions running shows at the exact same time as us, and we drew 412 people. Um, wow. I tell everyone, Rise is going to be on the level, and this is a very, very bold thing to say. I truly believe that Rise has the capabilities to be on the level that Ring of Honor got to. Ring of Honor, once upon a time, was just an independent promotion with really, really good wrestlers that figured out how to get their stuff out there enough to grow. And I see that with Rise. More and more, you know, we're getting a little bit more attention around the country, not just in Pittsburgh. Our wrestlers are getting booked around the country. Rise Wrestling, in terms of independent wrestling, is somewhere that you very, very much want to be and you very, very much want to invest in now because it's already starting to take off. So get in while you still can because it is awesome stuff. That's where you can see me along with the rest of my group, the great success, kicking ass, taking names, and winning titles. Now, where did you start training? Um, I started training briefly in New Jersey, and I had to go back to college. So that's how I found Rise Wrestling, actually. I reached out to Rise and another local uh, Pittsburgh promotion, and Rise got back to me, went there, met Brandon Kay, my trainer, and never looked back since. It is, if you want to be a wrestler. If you want to train to be a wrestler, you go to the stronghold, you train. That's where you... Mm. It's seriously the spot, man, because then, as I said, you can get called up to rise just like I did, and before you know it, you're going to be doing some pretty cool stuff. So, I... Yeah, sorry, I'm rambling a little bit here. Yeah, basically, stronghold, training center, Brandon K, Dean Radford, and uh, Reverend Ron Hunt from Shane Taylor Promotions. Those are the guys. Ron is absolutely incredible in the ring. Yeah. That man can fucking work. Oh, yeah. Me and him, um, we we chain together probably about once or twice a week. Um, he he knows what he's doing. He's an incredible, a nice guy. We actually ride together to practice a good bit. Uh, I tell everyone, rev, rev's the dude, man. Rev's the dude. That's actually a question I did want to ask now thinking about it. So you told us a bunch of like gnarly chants from different like areas of the United States. Has anything crazy, like any crazy road stories happened to you while you were at any of these places? (laughs) Oh, nothing I can say on here. Oh God. (laughs) Yeah, man. You know how, uh, 
life life on the road wrestling is yeah. crazy. You get to meet a ton of different people, and it is the most unique experience I think that anyone can have. It, it, it's it's just such a unique industry full of people that are all kind of cut from a similar cloth. You know, it takes a very unique kind of individual to become a wrestler. And when you put all them together and you have them all travel, it's just magic everywhere you go. It really is. So I, I've definitely got um, a couple people that I ride with fairly frequently. Um, just for the sake of shows and whatnot, I'm going to choose not to name them at this time. Um, but... Yeah, I, I have I have had a lot of fun on the road so far. Not that I'm like a crazy a crazy partier, but you know I, I'm a believer that when you are in um, a new place, you go out and you, you you acclimate yourself with the culture a little bit. You get to meet the locals because wrestling will send you to the most interesting corners of the country that you never thought you would ever see in your life, and you may never go back. So go out and meet people and socialize and, you know, make stories that one day on your deathbed, you're going to tell your grandchildren. Uh, that's what, that's what it's all about, man. That's one of the beautiful parts of this, uh, this business. Absolutely. Memories are everything. Take as many pictures as you can go to as many places as you can. It's don't amazing. let, don't leave the memories alone. What he said. But man, I, I, I was wondering, like, when it came to that, when it came to Lion Court itself, mm. what was everybody's role in it? It was like, because, like, behind the scenes, like, Jaden was obviously the guy who did all the talking, but it was kind of unclear what you and uh, Justin's role in it besides being by his side were like but behind the scenes what was it like for being with them and like who, like who was what well um, Lion Core was about uh, Jay who was a few more places you know and Justin who had been training for a Longer than me, but, you know, still still young. And me, who was just fresh, fresh in the business. Like, like probably too fresh. <laughs> uh, getting an opportunity to grow in a protected environment with a group, as performers, and cut our teeth. That's what it was. I debuted in IWA in, in the managerial role for that one show before I wrestled with Jay. Uh, I had been training for like three or four months total at that point in time. So I was, was, was green as grass. You could argue I'm still green in some ways. Um, that definitely wouldn't oppose that. I, and Lion Core was really just about us trying to learn, get better, cut our teeth. And now we're at the point where I am confident in what I bring to the table as a performer. I believe I can wrestle. I believe I can talk. Um, you know, I go to the gym, I do what I need to do. So I, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a single star. I, and Lion Core served a great purpose, boys, but it's the past now. 
So we have some scores to settle. That is what it is. And I'll settle those scores. But I just want to put out there that I got what I needed to get at a Lion Corps. And I'm ready to go. Mm, do you think down the line, because we, we've seen this in wrestling with stables, even on the indies, do you see there ever being a reconciliation between all three of you or like you and Justin or you and Jaden? I mean, never say never, right? Never say never, but we've all gone in vastly different directions. We all live pretty far away from each other. And it, it, it was it was hard in the first place, right? It was it, it was one of those things where Justin and I as a tag team had were, were so far away. He lived in Yonkers and I live in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So we never really trained together and worked on anything. So the the ceiling was always there with that being said. It worked very well while we were doing it and it was fun while we were doing it but it's over now and that's one of those things where if one day something happened and things changed you know so be it but uh i that's not kind of my mentality of focusing on the what ifs and the what can i do i'm focusing on being the best poster boy jason hendrix that i could be at this present point in time and being a superstar. And at the moment, that means kicking Justin Bon Jovi's ass straight out of the outfield. That's it. That is what it is. Mm. Yeah, that match is going to be amazing. It is. It's going to be... That match might steal the show, honestly. It might. It will. It will. I'll tell you why. You had two wrestlers hungry to get at each other's throats. Felt we each had something ripped away from each other for different reasons and now it's time to see who's the better man and i know who the better man is the better man's the poster boy but it's time to show the fans who might have questions if they're stupid and i know they are on who that is it's me so what is it august 26th yeah august 26th iwa genesis i'm kicking justin bon jovi's ass upside down and sideways because he took something from me that was valuable to me. And it's gone. It's gone. There's nothing that can be done about that now. It's simply taking it out of anger. So be there, don't be there. Doesn't matter. The result will be the same. The poster boy on top. And strong words to Justin Bon Jovi. Oh, this is getting good. This is, <laughs> this is getting good. Like, this is getting good. Yeah. Like it's and it sucks that we don't get to see all three of you in the ring. Like it really does. Yeah. Because like I just want to see. I I, I kind of want to just see. Like I want to see at some point both of you kick the shit out of Jace out of Jaden. Of course you do. I'm sorry. Who doesn't? That's also a good point. Hey. That's not the poster boy's fault. Jane Staley decided to take a rain check. That match was supposed to happen. Jane Staley decided to make it not happen. So if you want to point fingers, go to Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania and go find him. <laughs>
because he's not showing up for a fight. I'd show up for the fight. I'm ready to go. I'm always ready to go. I'm the poster boy. Shane Staley, I don't know. Uh, and as much as with Justin, I discredit him for many things. At least he was willing to show up and put the Dukes up. Can't say that about everybody, can you? Um, well, oh God, how do we? How do you come back from that? Anyway, shit, how do you come back? From yeah, that? I'm like, trying to figure. I'm that. trying to figure that out. Good night, everybody. <laughs> hey, I'm spinning facts out here. That's how it is. It's what I do. God, yeah. So, well. I kind of got one more thing. Okay, go for it. We heard you talk about Jaden. We heard you talk about Justin. How do you feel about Casey Bonilla? Oh, yeah, that's right. Casey Bonilla, as far as I'm concerned, he had a problem with a business partner that is no longer a business partner. I've never locked up with Casey. I've never talked to Casey. So as far as I'm concerned, Casey Bonilla is irrelevant to me until he gets in my way. As is the entire roster. Mm. I'm coming for one thing, and that is the top prize. As simple as that. And I don't have a problem with anyone until they're in my way because I don't care about anyone. I care about titles. I've made that clear this whole interview. As I said, I never had best friends. I had partners. And now it's a matter of I don't have enemies. I have opponents. So Casey Bonilla to me, eh. Take him or leave him. Tell him not to get in my way, and we're fine. Uh, 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 well, I'll make sure to tell him. Yeah, I mean, I know he listens. He'll hear this. Oh, God. Things are heating up, folks. Like, we're like a month away from this show. Intense Heat was the last show. Well, yeah, intense Heat was the last show, and now things are heating up even past the Intense Heat level for this show so far. It, it, it's getting kind of crazy out here. And I think this is the time where we end the episode and give Jason the floor. This is the part where, you know, Jason throws out his social medias, gives any shout outs he wants to give out, talks any more shit that he wants to talk. How much more shit can you talk? Uh, I mean, I can go all day. I, I mean, I when your mustache mojo. When your mustache mojo, I don't doubt that you have, like, any, like, stoppage. Oh, no. No filter on this. And I'll say this much. Find me on the socials, Jason Hendrick on... Ugh, God. Jason Hendricks on Facebook. Jason Hendricks Pro on Instagram. Jason Hendricks with three X's on the end on Twitter. I mean, I guess now I use threads. I don't even know what's happening. And the Jason Hendricks experience on YouTube. Any match that I am in is worth watching. And you can find them all on my social media. And... I can make any show the A show. That's clear. And I'm everywhere now. So blessed be professional wrestling that the poster boy is making his way around the country because that's great for everybody. Everyone wins from that. So tune in. Don't be stupid. Follow my journey. And that's all I have to say about that. I'll see you at Genesis. August 26th. Absolutely. 
And until next time, everybody, this has been the host with the toast, Nick Downey, alongside my little brother, Brandon Downey. Remember, don't drink and drive, park and spark. That's a great idea. Just don't drink and drive. Just park, spark, do your thing. It's always 420 somewhere. Burnt bud, not your soul. And enjoy Enjoy the the higher side of life. life.